Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Mile High Bourbon and Rye Podcast. I'm Zach. And I'm Angie. And before we start, we'd like to apologize for missing the episode. Life, unfortunately, got a little bit hectic on us, so we were not able to get a recording done. But now we're back. And today, we'll be talking about the four major grains used in whiskey, barley, corn, wheat, and rye, and what flavors each of those are responsible for bringing to the bottle. Then we have a review of the Spirit Hound Colorado Honey Whiskey. But first, the question for this episode, what is one country that you would like to visit in your lifetime? Australia, the land down under. Any particular reason, Australia? Because it's amazing. All the wonderful, awesome history and exotic animals. Coral reef. I like to see that before it's gone. That's a good reason. The animals down there scare me. I think most of them are trying to kill you. Possibly, but that's half the fun. Personally, the country I would like to visit in my lifetime would be Ireland, as my family is very heavily Irish. I very much enjoy whiskey, and Ireland is a great place to learn about my history and learn about the history of whiskey. Plus, I've just heard that it's absolutely beautiful. Well, I hope when you go, I can accompany you. So let's go ahead and get started with the grains. The first grain we're going to talk about is the basically the king of grains worldwide. The most widely used, been used for the longest amount of time, Scotland, uh, Scottish whiskey, and Ireland, Irish whiskey. Japanese whiskeys now are pretty much using mostly malted barley as uh, just a huge grain worldwide. The malted barley is responsible for a lot of those kind of chocolatey and roasty flavors that you'll get anytime you're taking a sip of whiskey, whether it's a Highland Scotch, which has more kind of fruit notes, or if it's a Islay with a lot more smoke, you'll still get that chocolatey and distinctly malt flavor, which of course comes from the malted barley. Some Colorado whiskeys that are predominantly malted barley are Deerhammer, Spirit Hound, and Stranahan's. Although Deerhammer's branched out now. They still have their Colorado single malt, but they have a bourbon, a rye, a whole bunch of other stuff. Well then, let's get to shopping so we can get to drinking. Next up, we have the king of American whiskey grains, corn. Corn, by law, has to be the majority grain in bourbon, which is why it is the king of American whiskey grains, in my opinion. Um, the reason it is the majority grain is because it just grew so well in Kentucky, which we've touched on in previous episodes, and is really kind of America's whiskey grain. So the flavors that are typically attributed for corn are the sweet, uh, kind of syrupy, molasses type flavors and notes that you get but one thing that the corn does really well also is help to complement and bring out the flavors that you get from other grains or from the barrel themselves so a lot of times you'll get a little bit more kind of barrel influence just because the corn helps to bring that out all right some other colorado corn-based whiskeys are breckenridge bourbon and the snitching lady blue corn the third grain we're going to talk about is wheat. 
Wheat is typically attributed as giving a softer quality to whiskeys, while also adding some breadiness to it, literally a wheat bread type of flavor. That's just what wheat is. I guess that's the flavor you just get from it. You also get some honey off of wheat is sometimes attributed with that. But wheat also is very good at helping other grains or other flavor influencers show off, really helping those to kind of bolster themselves. The biggest thing with wheat, the biggest one that it's attributed for, is its softness or smoothness in specifically some Kentucky whiskeys such as Maker's Mark and the Weller series out of Buffalo Trace. Laws also has a weeded bourbon, right? And that's Colorado-based. They have a... It's just the weeded whiskey, a I think. weeded whiskey. Yeah. Yes, so because it's all wheat. It's the bonded wheat whiskey, yep. That and was really good, if I remember correctly. First episode on the podcast, and it was delicious. Bear Creek also has an absolutely amazing weeded whiskey, both a weeded bourbon and a wheat whiskey. Oh, yes, those were really good as well. And finally, the last grain we're going to talk about is rye. Rye is one that really complements flavors, adding a lot of spicy notes to whiskeys, including pepper, baking spices, and of course, rye bread. If you've ever poured in a glass of a high rye bourbon and it smells like a you just walked past a bakery and rye bread is what they're baking, then rye is definitely that wheat. Or... Rye is definitely that grain. Rye is not wheat. We got a uh, bottle of 19... Oops, sorry. We got a bottle of 291 rye whiskey, didn't we? We have a couple of those. Um, They're excellent. That's kind of one of the... Either the or one of the first distilleries to start aging with aspen staves or aspen wood at all made itself a very uniquely Colorado because when I think Colorado, I think aspen trees. And they've won a ton of awards internationally, not just in the U.S. So they're clearly doing something right with their rye whiskey. And Laws, of course, also has a rye. And they have also won multiple worldwide awards, including World's Best Rye. That's right, they did. It is really good. So that is the four major grains that are typically used in producing whiskey. But there are other grains, including rice, quinoa, oats, and a bunch of things we probably would never even think about using to make whiskey. Which we'll probably end up touching on some of those in a later episode. But for now, we're just sticking with the four major grains. So... Before we get into the review of the Spirit Hound Colorado Honey, just would like to take a minute to tell you guys once again about the Rocky Mountain Craft Spirits Fest. Tickets are available now. There's information on our website, milehighbourbon.com. Click on the links there. You can go directly to buy tickets. You can go to their website for more information that they have. They've got multiple distilleries coming out, pouring samples. They're going to have food, live music. All sorts of stuff. It's going to be an absolutely great time. We highly recommend coming out. We also will be giving away two pairs of tickets to this event on our social media. 
through probably Facebook and Twitter, so be sure to keep your eyes out on there if you don't already follow us. Mile High Bourbon and Rye on Facebook, at Mile High Bourbon on Twitter, at Mile High Bourbon on Instagram. Give us a follow. You'll be up to date on all of that, plus have a chance to win a couple of tickets to this event coming up on October 26th, which we'll be at, and you should definitely be at too. So let's talk about the whiskey. So for the whiskey today is Spirit Hound's Colorado Honey. The Colorado Honey is a straight malt finished in honey barrels. So they actually send the barrels from their straight malt whiskey to a local beekeeper. I don't know. B-squared apiaries. And B-squared then ages their honey for 100 days in the barrel, giving it some notes from the whiskey. They then take all the honey out, return the barrel to Spirit Hound, and Spirit Hound puts their malt back into the barrel. So instead of being a flavored in the traditional sense type of flavored, it's actually a much, in my opinion, cooler way of getting a honey whiskey. And it's not overbearingly sweet or syrupy. Not at all. On the nose, there's a lot of that malty from the malted barley, a little bit of chocolate, um, there's also some citrus notes that come through a little bit, but definitely honey and vanilla. Smells kind of like thick honey. Like, don't know how else really to describe it other than that. Yes, it just smells delicious. It also tastes really good, too. There's honey, and it's sweet, but not overbearingly sweet. Moves into kind of a... Very full mouth, like full bodied, full mouth feel kind of cereal mid palette with some chocolate and citrus or floral notes that complement it. Really, everything goes together very well. It's not overbearing on one flavor or another. They're all kind of playing off of each other and really doing an excellent job that way. It does finish a little bit quick, but leaves a semi-dry honey flavor for a little while, which is really complemented by that malty, single malt flavor that Spirit Hound does very well. And then if you guys are interested in hearing the rest of what we thought about this whiskey... Including our ratings. Please check us out at milehighbourbon.com. It'll be in the recent post tab, or you can search Spirit Hound, and it will pull up. So that pretty much does it for this episode of the podcast. Um, Once again, be sure to follow us online. Facebook is Mile High Bourbon and Rye. We're on Twitter, at Mile High Bourbon. We're on Instagram, at Mile High Bourbon. Sensing a trend. Please go on there. Give us your comments send us any questions that you have give us some feedback tell us about you know what you think of the whiskeys we try what you think of our podcast what you think about anything if you have some opinions on denver sports teams i'd love to hear those too because why not also if you do have a minute to go on to itunes if that's where you're listening to us give us a review good or bad a we love to get the feedback and b it really will help us get this podcast out there a little bit more iTunes will help move us out to more people if there are more reviews coming in on there. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you next time.
Cheers. Bottoms up.